Hello, my name is DJ Villain and you are listening to the Rooted Cash Podcast, an exploration of the $50 study at Rooted School. I'd like to introduce you all yet again to my friend Peyton Weeks, a senior at Rooted School New Orleans and volunteer at the Audubon Zoo, celebrating over 800 service hours. And she's now focusing on her college career, majoring in environmental studies and journalism. In today's episode, we talked about how Peyton uses her money from the cash transfer study to help not only herself, but others, consciously supporting Black-owned businesses and keeping herself in good health with her favorite acai bowls, and using her money to not only teach herself savings, but using those savings to conquer large milestones in life, like getting her driver's license, which in the city of New Orleans can cost upwards of $450 to $500 alone. And this is only the beginning of Peyton's amazing story. As she furthers her education and uses her knowledge that she's accumulated during her time at the zoo to better her understanding of our environment, I have no doubt that she will make this world a much better place for humans and animals alike. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce y'all once again to our very great friend, Peyton Weeks. Peyton, Peyton Weeks, your 20 weeks update. <laughs> okay, let's introduce yourself and tell us some of your interests. Um, my name is Peyton Weeks. Um, I'm a senior at Rooted, you know, about to graduate, second semester senior. Mm. Um, some of my interests, uh, I think last time I talked about volunteering at the zoo, which was really fun. Um, I had been doing it since sixth grade. Um, and I just celebrated having 800 service hours from there, which is pretty cool because I'm there a lot more than I need to be. Um, and actually because the zoo, when I go to college next year, I'm majoring in environmental studies and digital journalism, which is pretty cool. So I'm very excited for that. I'm going to Marymount Manhattan college in New York. So, you know, be a city girl. You got the whole road paved already. Tell tell us some more about that. Right. Like what what are some other new things that have happened? Um, not much. I think last time we talked, I also got the privilege of going with my mom to Ghana, to Africa, which was a lot of fun. And like just seeing a whole new world and like how people out there live and process life. They're very community oriented, which is pretty interesting. They're like, oh, a child's hungry. That's a problem. Like, you know, it's just very different than the States and the culture and stuff. But it was actually a lot of fun. I got to learn about a lot about like women and like children and like the schooling system, which was pretty interesting and just like. Seeing what different things are accessible here and there, because I feel I've noticed like a lot of like Black Americans, like people from here, always want to go there, and then they always want to come here. So it's just like very interesting, just to understand why, like especially when it comes to school, because they believe our schools are ten times better. But then, like education wise, but then like I was spending time at the school, and I'm like, but their schools are so ingrained in culture, like. You know, they have the kids doing their traditional dances and like playing their traditional music and stuff. And I'm like, is that aspect of school equally as important as like what you're learning in school? So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's like changed your like perspective on like what should be learned in school and things mm-hmm. of that nature. I really like that. Thanks. Right. Another another great opportunity that you've been taking part in. Right. <laughs> is the $50 study. Tell us about your experience Ooh, with that. So it's far. been so much fun. So Every time I get that, you got $50 added in a little notification in my U.S. bank. I get so excited. Um, 
It's been pretty cool. I think the thing I've been using it a lot on is um, so I do dual enrollment with Bardella College, New Orleans, um, at Frederick Douglass in the Ninth Ward. So every day at lunch, I get picked up at like twelve thirty, and I go to Douglas for two hours, and then I come back to school. And I've been using my card on off-campus lunch, like every week, because I don't have time to eat lunch when I'm here. And then when I go to Douglas, they don't like. There's no school lunch at Douglas. Like you, like they have it, I guess, for the Douglas students, but not for like the Bard early college students. They have like some snacks, but like that's not lunch. And so my favorite thing, to, I have two favorite things that I get an acai bowl. And then I also get um, down the street from Jamaican Jerk House, I get um, jerk shrimp tacos and they're very good. And I like it because I'm supporting two black owned businesses. So, you know, I'm supporting the community, I think. Well, how, how does it feel to be able to, like, get those types of things, right? It feels good. And it also feels good that I'm able to, like, treat my other friends to food, you know? Because, like, it feels good to have access to good food. Like, you know, if I was just going with the $5 that my mom gives me for lunch, I wouldn't be able to buy an acebo. I'd probably buy french fries from, like, the place next door, which one isn't black-owned. And french fries are unhealthy to eat every day. So, you know, having access to, like, good quality, healthy food is pretty good. Definitely. We should be using our money in any way we can to improve our health. And you, you, you're like very conscious about things like that, right? You know, like supporting the Black-owned business. I, I really love that, right? What are some other ways that the money from this has affected your financial well-being? Um, I think two things. One, the deposit for my college was $700. So I, this other program I did was able to pay 500 of it. But the 200 I was able to use my $50 a week card to pay that deposit, which was pretty pretty nice um and then also i was able to, to pay for my license and my driving classes with the dollars a week card so you know miss 96 on the driver's test catch yes. me on the streets in a few weeks yeah what are, what are some more specific ways right that um the money from cash transfers has like alleviated some of your stress and concerns i think it just adds a sense of security like i know I can ask my parents for money and I can ask this person to send me this. But then I always know, okay, at least on Wednesday, you know, I'll get something. And also, I didn't realize it was only 20 weeks. Like, that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. that I've been getting. And that's crazy. Like, I don't know. It just adds like a sense of, okay. Like, even this morning, I added my $50 to my cash app because I needed to get an Uber to school. So, like, you know, I couldn't get a ride to school, but I knew I had that to help me out to get to school and stuff. So, just always having a consistent sense of security and like knowing I'll be fine mm-hmm. what you just said right with you being able to add the $50 to your cash app in order to be able to you know afford an uber to get to mm-hmm. school right I, I feel like that's like a perfect segue into the next question right where it's like has it alleviated some of the stress off your family like your mom you know oh, she, yeah. she doesn't have to drive you to school mm-hmm. you know like she doesn't have to you know be late for work and things of that nature so, like, explain that a little bit further. I think, yeah, definitely. So, I don't live with my mom right now, actually. Um, mm. My mom travels a lot for work. And so, I live with my uh, my uncle right now. Um, and so, it definitely helps because I feel like, sometimes I feel like it's a burden to constantly ask them for things. And then my mom isn't always available on the phone, you know? And so, it just, be able, she knows that I have something, you know? And, like, especially with my college deposit, like, $700 is a lot of money. And, like, that alleviated a lot of stress. And then also just, like, I don't feel like I'm a burden in someone else's household, which is pretty cool. Like, you know, I know I always have my own thing and I can buy my own things and just, like, 
you know, if I need something, I can get it myself. But then also I like to treat my little sister a lot because she also travels a lot with mom. They're like nomadic. They just travel everywhere. But like when I see my sister, it feels good to be able to like buy her lunch or like buy her this piece of clothing that she wants just because I don't get to spend a lot of time with her right now. And so it's just like, I feel like, you know, the bougie big sister, which is pretty nice. One of the like things that I feel like is really great about this program, especially is the fact that it's helping people who are in need. Right. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, like, what is your perspective on that? How do you feel like something like this can really help people who are in need? I mean, we live in a capitalistic society, so who doesn't want more money? And especially like, I mean, right now we're doing it with like a lot of broke black children in New Orleans. So like I said, you know, just being able to afford to have fun, like we can't have fun without money. And then like, you know, other people being able to like afford college, afford health care. You know, like my mom doesn't really have like a set in stone job right now. So like being able to afford like the medication she needs for her diabetes and stuff would be pretty cool. And then like for the community, if we all have more resources, then we would all be able to help each other a lot more. And, you know, the way to get resources is money. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you so what you're saying is right is that money is something that everyone needs. No matter if you're young, you're old, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Some people feel it is a bad idea to give younger people money, right? So how do you feel about that? I think it's pretty stupid um when people feel like they shouldn't give younger people money cuz like we have jobs anyway, like we're going to get money like anyway. And then also but I think when I was talking to my grandpa about it, actually, and he was like, you're getting money for free. Like, what are you going to do with it? And I was just like, what are you going to do with it? Like, ask yourself that question. I feel like I'm not doing anything different than any adult would do with this money just because I'm a teenager. Yeah, I'm going to buy clothes, but I bet when that paycheck comes, you get your hair done, too. Like, it's not like any different. So also, like, I feel like they don't realize that a lot of people are helping their families with this. Like, I know people who have helped pay a bill with this $50 a week card or helped, like, you know, bring buy something for their cousin to go on a field trip or something like that like people have been we've been we're responsible with our money we're not stupid mm -hmm. like also i've been learning a lot about banking because like for like three weeks my 50 dollars a week card was going to like someone's cash app and i have no idea how but i fixed it i got to be a big girl and call the bank up all by myself and fix it see that that last part right that's something that people don't even think about Right. The fact that before you start getting money, you never have to call a bank. Mm -hmm. Right. You never have to, like, you know, sit on the phone with customer service because you feel like something fraudulent might have mm -hmm. happened. So, like, how do you feel like this has taught you and has taught other people about how to conduct themselves with their money? Mm -hmm. I opened a checking and a savings account because of the $50 a week card, which was pretty cool because, like, I'm 18. I'm about to go into the real world. And, like, I can only watch so many YouTube videos on how to, like, bank. You got to, like, actually do it. And so it's, like, just, like, an eye-opener to money. And, like, we need to learn how to manage our money as children, especially because, like, there are so many loopholes and, like, you have to have $5 minimum to open a check. Like, what? That mm -hmm. makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Like, there and there's just so many loopholes and hurdles that I feel like are beneficial to learn at a younger age so you can, like, figure it out in your adult life. Yeah, Absolutely. This is really amazing that you guys are being able to have this real hands-on experience with managing your own money that you're getting that you don't necessarily have to work for, but this is working for you. And because there's no consequences. Exactly. Like, there's, if I make a mistake on this, any other, like, it's not like, oh, I can't pay rent this month, you mm -hmm. know, in that type of way. But it's just like, 
I feel like getting the exposure with no consequences is very also very important, especially for black children, because like we don't have the same. Like I have white friends who've had a bank account since they were 10. And I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. But like um, like my friends this year, like we're all 18, 17, 18, 19, opening our first bank account, checking accounts, saving accounts because of the $50 a week card. So I know exactly what that's like, right? Just having the ability to have that buffer and have that money that you're able to learn how this money works. How can I make it work best for me, right? Oh, all my money is going to DoorDash. <laughs> Maybe I need to cut back on the amount of food that I'm eating, right? Maybe I need to put my money into things where I can get more money. That's when I started investing into stocks, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I started to purchase my own LLC. And when you begin to think differently on your money, I feel it really changes the trajectory of what you can do with Mm -hmm. it, right? And learning these things at a younger age, man, that's something that can't be taken away from you, you know? It eases you into it and it makes it become second nature, right? Oh, I already know how to save my money because I learned how to save from just $50 a week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Learning this at this age, now you know, oh, okay, so that means I I can go into a car dealership and I may think, I can buy a car, but does that really mean I can buy a car, Mm -hmm. right? I may go into an apartment building and think I can afford an apartment, but can I really afford that apartment, right? I may want to go to that college, but can I afford to go to that college? Mm -hmm. And changing that way of thinking changes everything. Real. And I feel like this has happened not only to me, but to you and to many other people participating in this study. And that is the reason why I'm here, man. This is like, this is what this is for, to Mm -hmm. teach people that money is a tool to be used, even by people who are younger, by people who are older, and everything in between. You know? That's real. And I think with the card, especially us who are participating in this, a lot of us have never had a job before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's the first time we've ever had money that is ours, like 100% ours. And how does that feel to have your own money? Uh, it feels really good. I feel bougie. Um, I've never felt bougie before. I just it feels really good to have your own money, especially not gonna lie when you got when you don't gotta work for it. Because um, I've never had a job, like I said, and I don't have time for a job. Like I'm literally in high school, whatever many hours a day. I do do enrollment courses at two different college institutions. Plus, I babysit people's kids for free, and um, I do volunteering every Saturday that I don't get paid for but that I love. Then I also help out my mom and I help out these people. Like sometimes I'll be deserving a little payment or two for all the things that I do. Like I, you know, and so it just feels pretty good. Like I don't have time for a job, but I'm able to have like my own money and call it mine, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And, And does that make you think differently? Like on how do you think that everyone should have to work for their money? No, no. I wish we could just live in fields and pick berries and stuff. You know, like just live because like money makes people so stressed out all the time because like you always have to. I feel like when you get into become an adult, right? And like, you know, you work the normal nine to five, your money is like always being taken from under you, if that makes sense. Like, okay, you got your check, but now you got to pay bills. Oh, you got your this, but now you got to pay for your child's this. You got this, but now you got to pay, you know, the medical bill or your health insurance. And so it's just like nobody wins like we don't ever win and i just want to win you know and sometimes mm-hmm. i think people deserve a break you know and deserve to just 
chill and be fine, mm -hmm. you know? One thing I, I really want to say is that you are doing a ton of work, right? You know exactly where you're going. You know exactly what you're doing, right? The fact that you're so conscious of how you spend your money and where you spend your money, right? These things are things that you've learned and you've retained. And I feel like that can't be taken away from you, right? Tell us what's next for you. Um, next year, I'll be attending Marymount Manhattan College in the middle of Manhattan. Like, we're like three bucks away from the Met Gala, which is so bougie and nice. Um, and they offered me a $40,000 scholarship, which is pretty nice. Um, and I'm majoring in environmental studies and digital journalism because I really enjoy storytelling um, and like listening to people, and, like hearing their stories. And I feel like in the environmental studies and like environmental justice world, black women and black people are often left out of the conversation. So I feel like, you know, double majoring in those things will I'll be able to like tell black women's stories in a, from an environmental perspective, um, which will be pretty cool and like highlight those voices, especially like indigenous voices as well. So I'm very excited for that. New York is expensive, so I have to learn how to budget and stuff like that. So, you know, I already got some practice doing that. So just be on a bigger scale next year. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming here, being with us, sharing your story with us. I cannot wait till you become the president. Oh, the president is a little. You're gonna be the president. Much. Maybe, maybe like, maybe like the next Anderson Cooper. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's no one like Peyton Weeks. I tell you, she is so brave, so intelligent, and she is going to make this world a better place just like everyone participating in this study. And I am so grateful to her and to you, the amazing and dedicated listeners of the Rudy Cash podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one.